You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Avengers! Assemble. So, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marvel Tribe. We are a group of excited and passionate individuals who have come together to share our love for all things Marvel. We are brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and thedizinsider.com. Please check those out. I am so honored to be joined by this amazing group of Marvel nerds. From the big screen to the small print, feel the pulse in your chest so you know you're alive. One team, one love. It's the Marvel Tribe. All right, all right, let's go. Not bad. Let's let's do this. How, how you been this week, Lewis? I've been good. I mean, I don't know what my name is today. Um, <laughs> you caught wind on uh, the, the the podcast, so uh, I had a bunch of family from uh, Washington chime in on the chat room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my mom's like, "Happy birthday, Louie. My aunt's all "Happy birthday, Lou." My grandma's oh. like, "So Sean's like, what is your name?" I was like, "Well, my real name's Louis." Everybody calls me Louie, but, and then our guest host, Debbie, with uh, Designer Park Co., she hopped on, and she's all L-Dog, and then there was L-Money, and I'm like, you know what, I don't know what my name is anymore. Man, well, I'm going to have to come up with a nickname. I might call you LL Cool Marvel or something. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's, pro- it's a work in progress. Hey, it's all cool, man. Mama, Mama said never knock you down, or I, I think I probably murdered that verse. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight's episode, we got. Uh, so as you guys know, uh, we're we are a little bit short because uh, you know our, our two lovely, amazing Marvel ladies are out. We have one saving the lives, literally, you know, has people's you know lives in her hand doing her her nursing stuff. Then the other one is sick because she's a teacher, and those little germy kids do what they do best, which is you know, that's all I'll say to that. But yeah, no, we got awesome lineup and stuff, and we got a uh, kind of a game towards the end, uh, just to kind of give you a sneak peek. It's uh, it's we're gonna list our top five non Marvel movies that would be way better with a Marvel character replacing someone or adding to some something to the movie and stuff. So I don't know about you, but I got I got more than five that that's gonna be amazing. I didn't get five. Okay. Okay. But- I'm going to be very honest. I didn't get a list together. I was like, you know what? This seems like it's going to be fun on the randomness. Like, yep. what can I just think off the top and how? So I got a few already in spots. So I'm ready. All right. Right on. So first up, I mean, hey, Lewis, did you see uh, the, the Groot episodes on, on Disney Plus there? I did. I, I have seen all uh, six or five, I think there is. Yeah. Yeah. I believe there's five. So you want to you want to break them? Do we want to break them down episode by episode and stuff? Because I, I have the list here. 
it can't take that long. No, nah, no, nah, they're they're short. For those who haven't seen it, uh, and also I'm going to let you guys know because they just came out. This is a spoiler alert. So if you're listening to a, our, uh, us on the podcast, you might want to fast forward. I don't even know till when, but just fast forward till you stop hearing Groot. <laughs> but um, and you should have Disney Plus, so watch it. They're really short. You can watch them all under a half an hour of your time and stuff. Um, so yeah, the first one we got up here was Groot's first steps. So uh, this is somewhere between the time of the after the first Guardian with the in credit group baby Groots and his little uh, little flower pot and stuff, and in between when teenager Groot, which was the next iteration of the Guardians and stuff. So yeah, I I think we I, we needed Drax in that episode. We really did. <laughs> we needed him. Yes. Oh, I, I agree. So the baby, yeah. So baby Groot, you know, this says in the synopsis here, um, baby Groot is finally ready to try to take his first steps out of his pot, only to learn you have to walk before you can run. I'm not sure who writes these summaries and stuff, but that that's kind of basically what what that is. Um, he was having robots uh, on the ship, kind of take care of him and water him and stuff like that, and I can't remember what. What actually uh, triggered this? But he got replaced by a, another house plant. Like yeah. they kind of discarded him off to the side or something. Or did he fall? So he, what happened in that episode? Like he, he you see him go like the. So when Drax and him are like when Drax, he's fucking with Drax. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, he, it's this one. Yeah, but we'll so uh, when he's messing with Drax, you see him thin. Then they they kind of like fast forward to what we see him without legs, and then his pot cracked. Yeah. So I, I'm curious if that's why they moved him. It was a bit odd to see them move him because at what? So I'm assuming at this point they never knew Groot was alive. Alive, he's just a plant. Yeah. Um. So and then he gets replaced by like a space bonsai tree, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think the, the robots are dumb. They they only serve one function is to do whatever duties are programmed. So it looks like these are caretaker, uh, plant life robot uh, t- robots and stuff. And so when the vase cracked, they just like, oh, let's go ahead and replace this real quick. No one to know, uh, except for Groot knew. <laughs> so so yeah, um, it, it was a fun episode and stuff. He actually ended up breaking his pot more and breaking the bonsai tree and. And discovered he had legs himself. He didn't know it, and he decided to uh, test those those bad boys out and stuff. So, yeah, and then he became the caretaker of the bonsai tree. Like the robots had, nah, I got this now. <laughs> so yeah. that was yeah, and it's it, it was a couple, it was a few minutes and stuff. I'm sure we, I don't know if we left anything. I mean, I think we we kind of more than covered that. And I stuff. mean, we left the cheese puffs out. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and after we can talk about uh, which one was our favorite. Uh, this next episode is called the, the Little Guy, as uh, where Groot discovers a miniature a civilization that you know uh, believes that uh, he's an enormous tree uh, toddler, and he's a uh, you know they're you know they're going to war with him, and then they discover when he toots uh, that he's a, a sort of a god that's there to kind of nourish them and stuff. It was it was it was interesting. Um, I kind of I kind of thought they would go this route when we talked about it, like with ants or something like that, like him just messing around in the dirt or something in between. Where I, you know, uh, the guardians are kind of parked or on break or doing something like that, and it kind of it kind of jives with with that scenario and stuff. So, what, what about you? What do you think? 
Uh, so me and a buddy of mine binge watched it the whole 28 minutes or something like that. We uh, we pulled an all nighter, and uh, it was funny because we were watching it, and he's like, "Is it just me, or do I get like Gulliver Travel vibes?" And I was like, "So do I." <laughs> and it was yes. kind of cool, like they just took Gulliver's Travels and just made a small little short film with Groot. I, I enjoyed it. The little creatures were cool. Um, yeah. I guess the ending was a bit dark, but. Uh, I think the ending was in keeping with so, and, and this is the big difference between Gulliver's Travel. If Gulliver's Travel was a toddler, that movie would have been really hard to to watch because toddlers do some very they're they're miniature serial killers. You know, if you're smaller than them, you're fair game to toddlers basically. So, uh, and then group, you know, he kind of stuck, you know, to to the true root of being a toddler and stuff was curious about what these things were until they started attacking him. And, you know, he started kind of kind of fighting back um, until he couldn't, and he was curled up into a ball like he's being overwhelmed. And then he farted out a leaf, and that leaf was these little mini creatures' sustenance. And Groot saw that, and he's like, oh, let me go bring you some more leaves and stuff. And he went and found a whole bunch of leaves, Ran over just like a toddler would, making a mess of everything, and accidentally squished the entire civilization and stuff. Now, that's not the most toddlerist thing that one can do because I've had toddler. This is this this reminded me of my son and what he would have done. So after he did the accident and 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 squished these little aliens, he dropped the leaves and walked off like it like this didn't happen. It just, you know, outside, out of mind. I'm moving on to the next thing. Yeah. He slid the rock back over. Like, yeah, they were never there. Nope, nope. It didn't, it didn't exist. So there's something <laughs> cool for a second. But, yeah, I might get in trouble for this. I'm going to go ahead and, yeah, and undo undo what I can do and stuff. And then, yeah. you know, knowing it's a Disney, you know, Marvel thing, they had to show uh, uh, one of them pop back up. So, yeah giving the impression that maybe they weren't just squished. They're just buried in the dirt and stuff, but we know he massacred them. That's just, oh, well, I mean, what a, did you see that stick go when he threw the stick in there? It came flying yeah. at them. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the next one, and, and they released all, all the little mini episodes and stuff here. So the next Actually, one's called quick, a quick note on that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. What I felt weird about when they released it, they didn't release it like when we saw WandaVision, you click WandaVision, you have episodes. You have Loki, you have episodes. Yes. This oh. was weird. It was like you had to go to like suggested. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. In fact, it, it, I agree. Actually, let's take a minute and talk about that. I agree with you hundred uh, percent. when I first went on to Disney Plus and I saw it, I, I didn't know what order I was supposed to watch things because it it was not marked episode one, two, three. They were just their own individual little mini episodes and stuff. And then you have them in your suggestions. And they weren't even in the proper order, so to speak, because, you know, once you're getting deep into a few of them, then you're not even sure which ones you watched. Like, did I watch Groot's first step? No, I think I did watch that. Like, if the title wasn't on the nose, you weren't quite sure which, what, which one, where you are and stuff. So that was confusing. And luckily, I'm I'm stoked that I'm assuming I watched them in what they wanted to be chronological order yeah. because obviously the season's finale to the short light. I don't know, like that was great. But I wish yeah. they would do something like um I don't know uh it's not Marvel but it is Disney. The, yeah. Did you ever see Olaf presents where he like retold the stories? Yes, 
Yes. Well, if you go to his little link, it has like all the episodes individually, and then it has like Olaf's comp, uh, all of them in one package. Yeah. And I wish that it did that with this one, mm-hmm. and or just gave us one long little mini show of them back to back, almost like a throwback to the mini, uh, Mickey Mouse shorts. Oh, that would be awesome. Time. Yep, I agree. I agree. I mean, even when when they did the uh, Forky ask a question, they at least put that in order and stuff too and stuff. So you click on that, and then you got all the little mini episodes and stuff. Again, that's Pixar, Marvel, do things. Though I don't know who controls uh, what that what that presentation looks like on Disney Plus. Uh, if it was Marvel or if that was a Disney Plus thing. But yeah, it was it was just a little awkward, and and it took some time. So some people could easily. I mean, I, I, I guarantee you at least several people went online to search and say, how many actual episodes there are? Just to make sure they weren't missing any and stuff, because it really was confusing and stuff. So, yeah. All right. So our next episode we got was a Groot's Pursuit. Uh, this was where Groot was investigates a spooky noise that's been haunting the Quadrant, which is the you know, Guardian's ship. Uh, which led to an in, intense dance-off. Which, again, Groot, I, 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 so this made me actually love Groot and been and be scared of Groot all at the same time because he he really is attitude kind of. You understand Groot the teenager years a lot more because of this. Um, yeah, so he's like you know uh, he's woken up by a strange noise and stuff and. There's this like blob transforming kind of thing that escaped and uh, just kind of running around the ship. I thought it was going to be kind of a jump scare. We're going to get I'm like, ooh, okay, we're going a little dark here, but it wasn't really, it wasn't that at all. Um, but it turns out to be this blob that kind of transformed himself into a, a, another version of a mirror Groot. And they kind of had this uh, kind of interesting kind of dance off and stuff. And Groot, I'm going to tell you now, Groot lost the dance-off. The, the blob turned into a bigger version of himself and was teaching Groot a thing or two. And that's where Groot was like, yeah, I'm done with you. And hit the ejecto button like in Fast and the Furious and shot him out into space. So that was that was, that was was some pettiness on, on Groot. He can't, take a, he can't take a loss. So I don't know what was your take on that, but yeah. That, so as soon as they started dancing – Reminded me of like so many different movies. It reminded me of like Zoolander. Yeah. But then it reminded me of a throwback to uh, the first Guardians where uh, Star Lord's like, it's a dance off, bro. <laughs> and he's sitting there dancing. I'm like, okay, I'll give you that. Yes. But I hope, I hope if, if, if we've learned anything from the What If series, the animated stuff can make itself way it's in the film. Mm-hmm. I hope that we get that weird creature back for something. Because he kind of had me laughing where he's like, no, 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 that's not how you do it. It's step, step, this. I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. I, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, even if we got like a, a, a frozen version of it, it just hits their uh, hits their uh, spaceship and they wipe it off with, uh, uh, you know, the, the window washer blades like Thor kind of did and stuff. So. Yeah. Have it hit the windshield and have Groot just mad dog it and then he yeah. hits the windshield wiper. Like yeah, they were, yes. We don't need it. <laughs> It's like, who was that? He's like, nah, nah, I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't worry about it. It's like, I am Groot. Yes. That would be that would be great. That would have been great. So Marvel, right. take that into yeah. consideration. Hundred percent, absolutely. We know Marvel's listening and stuff. Um, more so to take us down versus listening to our advice. 
Um, anyway, so the next one is a group takes a bath. So every so the summary is everybody needs some alone time to relax and wash up, but things got quite goes quite different when you're a flora concealer when you're a toddler. His attempt at using uh, bath toys, candles, and bath bombs ultimately leads to a leafy mess of epic proportion. And then after his leaves grow into a bushy-like uh, you know, proportions, uh, Groot decides to take his haircut in, into his own hands and get a little inventive with his new hairdos. So this one was, eh, it was, it was interesting. Um, I had more questions than what got answered and stuff because of how quickly, I mean, does his leaves grow like it's a beard? And why is a toddler getting a beard at this point in time? But I, I don't, yeah, I, I had some, I had some questions and stuff that were just ridiculous for myself and stuff. I don't know about you. This one, I felt like it was, so leading up to this episode and again, Marvel, we're halfway through the season and uh, slips up on us. But uh, this one, I felt there was a lot of missed opportunities for some like one-liners, even though Groot is only a one-liner. But like when he was like cutting his leaves, it would have been cool for him to like mimic Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. Like those are his idols. Like or not? I guess maybe not because he hasn't seen them. Or like mimic Ronin or mimic uh, Star Lord. It would have been cool, kind of like a youngster getting dressed up to go to work, like Dad. It would have been cool like that. Um, I thought it was a fun episode. The the last little two seconds of the show was probably the best part. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I thought it was cool using the bug to, like, make the mud spiritual looking. Yeah. I thought the effects were cool. But, yeah, that one, it was – it caught me going, like, huh? What happened? <laughs> but overall, that, that, that end scene, a little, like, fox creature. Yeah, yeah. Just like I don't want to say skins him because he didn't do that, but he ripped off <laughs> his fur and boom, got him again. Baby Groot's a little bastard. I mean, this oh. is this is yeah. I, I I'm 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 liking this little little. He's he's he, it gives me a uh, problem child. The movie kind of uh, kind of vibes and stuff. Like he really is. He's not a sweet little cuddly like oh poor baby. No, he's he's a little terror. And he shows it through his actions and stuff, including and, and don't get me wrong, some of these people do absolutely deserve the pettiness that Groot gave them and stuff. So I'm not I'm not saying he's just out there being evil and stuff to things. Like the the, the little monster bird looking thing was laughing at Groot and stuff. So, you know, Groot has shown what's what and he got the upper hand and took his tail or fur or whatever that was and wrapped around like a boa. So that was that was interesting. Um, we got our, and then our last one we got here is Magnum Opus. So Groot sets out to paint a family portrait of himself and the Guardians, only to discover just how messy the artistic process can be. And I am Groot. Oh, wait, what is this? Uh, oh, okay, and then it just says has a special cameo from an, another one of the guardians and stuff. So you you want to go first and talk about this episode? Yeah. So this one right here, I I liked it because it brought in the guardians. I enjoyed that. Um, it seemed it seemed a bit out of place. I would have much re- besides the cameo, and I'm gonna get to that in a second. But the childlike actions 
him painting family portraits of that. I would have liked to see that like second episode because then you kind of see him progress from being innocent and growing legs to being yeah. like, yeah, he's kind of he's a badass. Like, let's go. <laughs> but I see why they saved it for last because obviously Rocket shows up, and I I couldn't tell if the graphics were better or worse. But Rocket just had this new like swagger to him. But when he busted out the glasses, it kind of hurt my soul. I was like, ah, oh, he's getting old. Like, no, not rocking, not yet. Like, but like, I was, and then I was even more pleased when they announced like it was Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket. At yes. first, I was like, I was listening, I was like, is that different or is that? But no, it was. And I'm curious though, because it does seem a little different. I'm curious if it was Bradley Cooper saying those lines or if they chopped up some of his lines of the movies and dubbed them and all together. And pieced it together. Yeah. They've known to do, yeah. Yeah, it, see, it, seemed, it seemed to be him, but it seemed to be off a little bit. Um, but overall, that episode was a real good one. You got to see the Guardians. I wish we saw, dude, when he takes Star-Lord's boot to, like, cook it, and yeah. then he chops Rocket's hair and um, Drax's soap. I was like, yeah. yes. But I wish we saw, like, Drax's hand, like, looking for the soap, or maybe Star-Lord, like, waking up and looking for a boot. Not necessarily the actors themselves, yeah. but just and so we can see it's them. Yeah. Um, but overall, the the season finale, so to say, was a good one. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also, I want to say, I thought there was going to be a very inappropriate drop the soap joke that we didn't get, which I'm glad. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. But it it was you had to think that was a perfect setup and stuff when the when the soap hit the floor. Jax was in the shower. I was like, wait a minute, y'all not about to do uh what you what I think and they didn't they didn't. He skates off with a little sludgy yeah. soap and stuff like that. But it was it was um, it was about as 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 risque of a joke as you can as yeah. Disney can allow to happen and stuff. But I'm, I'm curious what the storyboard would have would have said because I know yeah. some of those writers wrote an inappropriate joke at that moment. Yeah. So I mean, for me, it was a great. I, I'm curious though, like with Drax being as all um, scarred as he is, does he use a loofah or does he just go straight bar to skin because it suds up automatically? <laughs> yeah, actually, that I wanted to see more cameos though. I really did some type of cameos because it just seemed. A little bit out of place. There is one thing I hope Disney makes a toy of, though. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, we're going to get probably a gang of baby groups, but there is that, uh, I forgot what they're called traditionally, but there's that alien high, like the smaller dolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one where uh, he's uh, looking for the water creature. Dude, that little thing, the alien, like, secret doll thing, I was like, that's a cool idea. Like, I hope they sell that because I'd buy one. Heck yeah, absolutely I would. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see too many marketable, like, pieces in here besides, obviously, those like, the other creatures. But that little thing was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right. So let's let's move on to the next topic. So I actually did not actually get a chance to, to fully vet what this is for the Iron Man test kitchen. So they have um, – it's the Marvel Missions – uh, make Iron Man's favorite torta, and it's called a, a Tonka Sioux torta. Um, I did not get the ingredients. I did not get to look it up, but uh, apparently it's it's you know this is what Tony Stark uh, loves. This is one of his favorite renditions of of a torta and stuff. 
Um, and there's a there's a you know a book with the ingredients and instructions to show you how you can do it. And I believe this is going to be at the test kitchen as well at, at the Disney uh, Disneyland Park. But other than that, that's just just some news that they put out there and stuff. So Marvel's mission, the the test kitchens, Tonka Sue. I think I'm saying that right. Tonka Sue Torta. So I'm a fan of tortas. I like, uh, you know, they're, they're Mexican uh, uh, inspired sandwiches or Mexican sandwiches and stuff. And they're delicious. I actually ate my first one like a year ago, actually, 2021. And I've been in love with them ever since. I was like, oh, my God, this is a new food discovery unlocked for me. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, all right? Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah? I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you, 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 yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't lie. Play don't it, play with it. No. Take that shit serious. I'm definitely excited to see it in the parks or even on the the the, the Disney Wish that has like the Marvel Kitchen now. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely excited to see it because I feel like as much as shawarma plays a big part in the adventures, well, not a big part, but it's it's a key uh, pun line. Mm-hmm. I don't think the shawarma carts get enough credit in the parks because you hear shawarma and you're like, oh, what is that? It's, it's, yeah. And you're kind of like, it's almost like a, a, I don't know the name, it's a gyro, gyro, whatever you call it. <laughs> kind of like those where you're like, I don't know what it is. I don't want to try it unless someone actually just gives it to me. Yeah. So I think having those in the park might be a little bit cool, especially if they did those in the stands as well. Yeah. If you're looking on a business point, it could bring in a little bit more feedback. But I, I like all their dishes where they're like they kind of feel like you're pulling something out of the films or out of the storyline. Mm-hmm. So you can get that like I'm eating what he eats. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with that sentiment 100 percent So we got, you know, next month, man, we got D23 coming up. And dude, man, we're I I know we got a lot from uh, San Diego Comic Con. I mean, way more than I thought. I might I so here here's my here's my thought process before we kind of really get into the the halls and, and what they kind of got uh what they're announcing that they got. I think Marvel has a tremendous amount of info and content and stuff to give us that they had to break it up. And so the fact that we got so much at, at San Diego Comic-Con meaning I think phase 6 is really going to be highlighted here like we're we, you know there's some things that there was not actually much that we didn't really get at san diego comic-con that you know fed a lot of us marvel nerds as soul i mean we got we got the fantastic four marquee and stuff we got two avenger uh films which i don't know how they're going to do that in the same year but that's what they they slated and stuff um but and then there's a bunch of holes there's some gaps and stuff in six so and i think you know, five may also have a gap or two there. We, you know, even though it looked like it was a full lineup and stuff uh, for, for that, they didn't also talk about uh, the season two versions for a lot of shows. So we may get some trailers 
uh, about that, you know, what's coming on Disney Plus and stuff, like, you know, like for real, we may get another uh, Black Panther trailer, which I hope so. You know, this this first one was amazing, even though it was it was marketed as a teaser trailer. That looked like a really amazing, like full on emotional award winning trailer to me. But if we get more, I, I would love to see. I would love to see that. I would love to see actual Black Panther or whoever's going to be the Black Panther and stuff. So I can speculate a little bit more accurate versus some, you know, seeing their bum and try to guess who's playing the character and stuff. Like that. That's what that's Wakanda's ass. Like yeah. <laughs> that, that's Wakanda's ass right there. Uh, uh, for me, I I feel I don't okay, so here we go with the whole like logical thing like last yep. time with playing the event. I don't I think we're gonna get a lot. I don't think we're gonna get as much as we're hoping. And the reason being okay. is because Star uh, Marvel and Star Wars are sharing the same stage in the same hall, I think at the same time. But okay. that being said, I think you hit every. I th- I'm I'm gonna say we get. It's easy to name titles. You don't need to have cast come out because they're still not cast yet. So it's easy to name titles. I'm gonna say we get an, an official trailer for Black Panther because it comes out in November. We got uh, our uh, recent one. Was it beginning of August or like end of July? I think it was like what the last week of July. We got Wakanda yeah. Forever the teaser. Yep. So then you give us like two months to brew on that. September, they drop the official. It comes out in November. So October, you start doing all the TV plugs. Yep. I'm going to say we get an official trailer for Black Panther. Uh, I'm going to say we get the official trailer for Guardians. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say we get the official trailer for uh, Quantumania. Those okay. are my three trailer predictions that we're going to get. I do think we're going to get more announcements for Phase 6. I do believe that we're going to get either partial or the full cast for Fantastic Four. Yeah. But then also, too, I do think we're going to get, for uh, Phase 6, we're going to get plugs for Disney Plus TV shows. Yeah, um, Those are my predictions for it. I'm not 100% sold on it, but I, I feel confident enough. Those are the big things we were missing from Comic-Con that you can give us without having – I mean – we knew about Blade, what, two years ago was it now? Yeah. So we yeah. knew about that. We knew about Fantastic Four. We knew about that. And we were hyped then. Now we're closer. But I feel like Fantastic Four, you really got to drive something in solid. Because if we end this year with just that it's coming in a date, I don't think that's enough. You gave us that two years ago. Yep. They've got to land a punch with that. And I'm thinking we get a cast lineup or – they just blow the crowd's mind, and John Krasinski uh, is the yeah, Chris, yeah, Krasinski, history. yeah, and uh, then you leave it at that. I don't think so. I think if we're going to get the, the lineup, we're going to get all four. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. So my, I, I love, I love your trailer predictions. So I, I could, I have my own and stuff too. So I definitely think we're going to get a full, uh, a fuller trailer for Black Panther two. I mean, it makes sense to drop that. That's what's going to air on TV and everything else because it's you know it's right around the corner. Um, I think we're going to get a a sneak peek of Blade Two uh, trailer or something of that in pre production kind of kind of something and stuff with that. Have I think Blade. What's that? Have they announced who's playing Blade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marsala Ali. Oh, okay, is. I would say they Mar- announced Mar- that. I would expect that. Yeah, Mahershala. I I'm get put some respect on his name. Mahershala Ali is playing Blade, and then I th- I'm gonna be honest. I think we're gonna get a a live 
uh, introduction from Mr. Ryan Reynolds himself, Deadpool. Ooh. I I bet this will be the time to announce another Deadpool movie and have Ryan Reynolds come out as Deadpool to disrupt the whole with Kevin Feige and give us the rating of what that, you know, the f- official rating of what Blade, because here's what I see. I think this is what I'm going to predict. They're going to talk about Blade, maybe bring out Mahershali in the Blade getup, maybe, maybe, and talk about we're going to make this this rating. But it's not the only rated R Disney movie that you know that we're going to be bringing out, and then we see Mr. Reynolds come out, and I, that's just a fan. That's just a fan fantasy there. But I think we're gonna get something about Deadpool as well. So because the only one we didn't see on, on the marquee up there. So I'm curious. Do you think Disney? I, I can see that Comic Con, mm-hmm. but do you think Disney has the push to sit there? So you the way you announce it. We have this radar movie, but we have one more. They show like the Deadpool logo pop up, but instead of Ryan Reynolds come out, Hugh Jackman walks out. <laughs> well, hold on. But it's, instead of him being Wolverine, he's just there to introduce Ryan Reynolds that he's returning. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Like, I, it would be so much fun, but at the same time, I think some fans would be like, really? Like, they wouldn't see the dry humor in it. Like, guys, they're giving us what they give us in the movie. He's not in it. They just brought him to introduce Ryan Reynolds because we knew it'd be funny. But or you have him come out and introduce the new person playing Wolverine, and yes. you say Wolverine making his introduction in Deadpool. Yep. So I, which, oh my god, yes, that'd be tight. But that, I think we're asking for a lot on that one. We are. We are. That would I be mean, asking too much, and they need something for next year to to back it again. Yeah, and you have to fill the X Men expectation because we got the fan, we got the Fantastic Four, which is the was a Fox property that we got the rights back. We got we got a little bit of an intro from Professor X in the Slash Doctor Strange. We want and fan show. We want a little bit more X Men. We actually would love to see a rebooting of something or something. So I think we may get a. I'm hoping. I don't really think we're going to get anything, but I'm hoping we get something for it. For I X-Men. think we might get X Men. Now that I think about it, because uh, we got. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but the gentleman that's playing it was in uh, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. potentially playing Professor X. So I think you know what? If that is true. I would take back that we're getting Fantastic Four news. Okay. And more Marvel news. Or uh, uh, X-Men. X-Men. Okay, okay. So, and the guy who played, uh, I, I know you're talking about, and is, uh, uh, God, I know his name, John, Jean, Jean Carlo, Jean Carlo Esposito, uh, who's an amazing actor. Dude gets his flowers and stuff. Um, he's not the only Marvel guy we've, you know, that that uh, I mean, this, uh, Star Wars guy that came over to the to the Marvel side of things and stuff because we got Moon Knight, which you know he was also in Star Wars as well too. And so, but yeah, you know, and we got a uh, and not only that to to hush the the comments, feedback, whatever comes in about oh, yeah. you know what we're good. Just remember, he came from Star Wars to come to Marvel. Mm-hmm. He is a African American character. I don't know his full uh, um, movie, but he is a darker skin complexion character playing what we know as a lighter skin. But if you want to question any of that, just think of Mace, Mother F, and Windu now playing Nick Fury. 
Oh, and silence everything. I mean, it's I'm so excited for that. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see the versatility that actor brings to that character yep. because it's gonna change the game. Absolutely. And that was a great that's actually a great point about Sam Jackson playing Nick Fury, because I was there when the, the internet was just heating up with with I'm gonna call them soy boy trolls or whatever that was just talking smack like Marvel. Why would they do this? Nick Fury is not the, the and then now today fast forward today you can't look at Nick Fury without thinking Sam Jackson and all those trolls they're silent they're quiet and and it's not just us who see it Marvel's seen it every introduction of a character that they did that may went against the quote-unquote grain of the comic book heads and stuff doesn't last. So it may be a little bit of a trumped-up fanfare, which is ridiculous at first, but it just to be comes, it's cost of doing business, and we're gonna they're gonna move forward anyway. And because they know people are gonna still buy the tickets. Who's not, you know, you're gonna go see Professor X and you're gonna see Doctor Doom no matter who plays them and stuff, even if it's you know not in your idea, and, and people are gonna constantly just go online. Be a troll because it's what gets, you know, the conversation going or gets them going or whatever they like to, you know, misery love company. And they're still going to pay the money to go see the Marvel thing. So it is what it is. Say louder. I I hear that. Uh, Another last thing that I think about D23. um, I'm horrible at names. Netflix's uh, Punisher is coming back. Yes. Uh, John Bar. Burflow or Burth. Man, I, I'm just as bad as you with names. We, we need Sam yeah. and Brianna here. But, uh, yeah, Barton Bartenthal, Bartenthal, I, yeah, I somewhere, something similar to that. I see them announcing that, that he's yes. returning as Punisher. Oh, my God, yes, yes. I mean, the two there was three people I wanted to see come back uh, from the Netflix series, and then they could recast the rest if they needed to. But um, I actually like the guy who played Luke Cage. I like I love the Punisher. That was perfect casting. And and the guy and Daredevil. Daredevil was perfect casting. I mean, it's it yeah. I was like, dude, this this um, works for me. I know he's dead. I, I do, and I understand that. Loki died a billion and a half times. Um <laughs> can I like the the villain in Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh uh An, An, Anvil, the guy that yeah. played uh I like that actor. Like the he American, brought, yeah. I hope they bring him back, even though I'm pretty sure he died in the show. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe he went to the same island that um, Agent Coulson went to, got his brain refixed, and uh, bring him back. It came like, back. Yeah, because, yeah, like, oh, he was such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was solid. And he could, especially now that we're going with this more with Miss Marvel, not, not Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Attorney yeah. at Law. We're going more with this, like, street-level villainous and, and superheroes. He would be good, like, Coming into the court system, like, well, if you want protection, we know a guy that does has a private outfit, and he comes walking in just to cause some friction. Absolutely, dude. I, dude, I'm there for it. I'm absolutely that. That that would, yeah. Dude, I can't. I can't wait. So I think we're we're gonna get some really big. I think we're gonna get some jaw dropper droppers and stuff. Uh, they can't. You know, I mean, they have to. They have to bring their A game. They're going to because it's it's a Disney D twenty three. It's all things Disney and stuff. And I think they're saving the best pieces of the news for this event. It wasn't. You know, even though we got some amazing stuff over at, at, at Comic Con, that was just. I'm gonna be honest. I think that was more of a hey uh, DC, what y'all doing kind of thing. <laughs> 
you know, yeah. and they won that, that, that competition. Cause you know, even God, even, even, and I'm, I'm going to talk about DC for a quick second and stuff because someone brought it up to my attention that even the rock was throwing shade at, D, at DC and they got black Adam coming out because he was like, I would love to battle Superman, whoever he's going to be in stuff. And I was like, Oh snap, there you go. Cause you know, Henry Cavill apparently is in talks with Marvel to do something. So I, you know, tough, tough luck, DC. If, if you know, we end up getting him and stuff because you guys are who know restructuring or, or got your thumbs up your, you know, what's and stuff. Um, quit trying to compete with Marvel, be your yeah. own thing. I, I will say though, and, I, and, I'm, and I gotta like set the tone straight. All right, I'm excited to see Black Adam, even though it's DC. I am too. I, I'm saying that more so because the last two weeks on the, the podcast. I have ripped the Dwayne the Rock the Johnson each week. Last week <laughs> I just burnt Maui, and yesterday, real quick, we talked about live action Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around to me, and I was like, absolutely not. I don't need <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson singing Lilo and Stitch songs for another year. And uh, everyone's like, you hate the Rock. I don't hate the Rock, but <laughs> you need to let him grow a little bit more. Bring him All back right. to something else. But yeah, I'm excited for Black Adam. It looks very good. I'm a, my son is confused because he watched the geez, Shazam trailer yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Black Adam. He's like, wait, what happened? I was like, these are two different movies. Don't worry. He's like, but they're wearing the same sign. I was like, I get it. Give it some time. I was like, I'm not, I I'm, have no knowledge in DC, so I have no idea if they're the same or if maybe they was cheaper in the comic times to do costumes the same. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm excited to see that film. Oh, heck yeah. So, Let's so D twenty two is gonna be exciting. Uh, it's it's in the second week of September, and we'll report or here on the Marvel Tribe what you know what we see, what we hear about, and stuff. There are some live feeds for those who can't go. You're not going to get the big stuff on the live feed. You'll, you'll get it afterwards. But they got they got some live stuff that that's open to the general public and stuff. Um, so it should it should be fun. Uh, can't can't wait. For that to happen, but that'll be in September, and by that time we would have She Hulk already, and we get to talk about that, whether we like it or it's meh, you know. And we'll tell you our honest opinion. You know, there's there's four of us here, and sometimes some special guests, and we don't really hide things. If if it's meant to us, we're gonna tell you. That's just kind of how we how we roll. So with that said, I want to talk about uh, Predator. So a lot of people don't realize that. Predator is a Marvel product. They do their uh, comic books. Um, in fact, there's a new Predator comic book that is out now, um, kind of in conjunction with the Predator movie that's on another Disney-owned property on Hulu uh, that was called Prey. Did you see? Did you see this uh, movie yet? I have not. I didn't have much interest in it at first mm -hmm. um, until more recently. Now that there's stuff out about it, yeah. and it's definitely caught my interest. And the reason I didn't have interest to begin with was I was like, I love Predator. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Don't do this to me. But I've heard the reviews on it. I've seen pieces of it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, I can get into this one. So I have not started watching it yet. But my okay. goal is this weekend to get deep into it. Well, I'll give you a non-spoiler review and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Predator fan. Huge the first Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, uh, Carl Weathers and stuff. I mean, that's that that was a a bromance 
male testosterone gift to us G.I. Joe young boy fans and stuff. And it said every cheesy one-liner and everything we thought our heroes and and made half of us want to go join the military and be special forces. It was phenomenal and stuff and for what it was and its time. And it's still, to me, one of, one of the greatest action movies there is and stuff. Uh, with that said, and I'm saying this with knowing how many other Predator movies and stuff out there and stuff, this is it right there in the league with it. It's all I would. I'm not going to say it's a tie, but it is almost as good as that first first Predator movie. It's actually was a Predator movie I've been waiting for because the last one called the, the Predator, where the, it was like the little small town and stuff like that. That was that was just like okay, we're about to do the Freddy Krueger, Jason kind of thing and just bury out the franchise and chase the dollars and stuff. But this one. I really think they're going to reboot and revitalize the Predator franchise and stuff because it was watching the Comanche warriors do what they're doing stuff and showing, first of all, in this movie, I'm, again, I'm not going to spoil anything. I lost a little bit more respect for the Predators and stuff. At first I was like, yeah, man, the Predators, they're, they're bad warriors. They're hunting and stuff like that. This movie kind of made me realize something that was there all along. It existed throughout all of the Predator uh, franchise movies and stuff. The Predators are like those dentists that go to the African safari and hunt big game. They're technologically advanced. They're looking for the biggest game for trophies and stuff. And some of them, like, you don't feel bad when the dentist get killed by the lion. He was hunting for, uh, you know, a safari and stuff. It's like, that's kind of what you get. So I got that kind of vibe and that energy where I didn't get that in the other Predator movies. And it's very much true across the board because they do cheat. They have more better technology and they use it whenever they can possibly get away with using it and stuff. And I was like, okay, okay. So, but it was, it was good. But yeah, Predator, the comic book, uh, their brand new uh, uh, issues out. So for all you comic book uh, heads, um, if you guys haven't uh, checked out like Marvel Unlimited, that's a great source for people who want to get caught up on comics. You can check them out. I think there's a light version you can get for free. It's an app. You can read almost virtually every comic book that Marvel came out with. And then the subscription stuff uh, will give you a little bit better access to their comic books uh you know you get like a uh, better side scrolling and everything else and stuff um and then you get some of the newer releases before they actually hit the comic book store and stuff so definitely check out marvel unlimited if you can and marvel unlimited if you're listening we're always looking for a new sponsor here at the at the marvel tribe so you know hit, hit, hit me or lewis or sam up in our in our in our dms but yeah so what's your take on predator like you're you're just Oh, I'm excited for. I, didn't, I thought it was a show. I didn't realize it was a movie, which makes me even more in, excited for it because sometimes TV shows they can get lost, and we've we've seen yeah. that with what we have on Disney Plus. But I'm excited for it. the original Predator. When I first saw that, I I forgot how old I was. My uncle put it on, mm-hmm. and when you see the vision through the Predator, where it's like heat seeking and all that, I was like, "What is this?" Or they're invisible and you can't see them. Mm-hmm. Like that that part where like. The predator's up in the tree and he's invisible, and then it just drops the cloak and he's just like there. I remember seeing that, like, oh my gosh. 
And I, I've enjoyed Predator. I was not a big fan when they made the morph to uh, Alien vs. Predator. It was yeah. good when I was younger, but watching yeah. now, it doesn't hold a test of time. Agreed. So I'm excited for it, uh, and I hope this rebrands it. Not rebrands it, but revitalizes it, and we get some more. And don't don't be afraid to take some time in between movies. Yes. If this one does good, we don't need another one immediately. Nope. But also, too, if you do one or two, that, and that's plenty. We don't need a lot. Because one thing that's driving me nuts so we got at Comic-Con, we do not need a John Wick 4. So if Prey, if, if Prey does good, cool. If it does super good, make a sequel, pump it out two or three years, we can wait. Yes. Do not try to like rush it since it's on Hulu, give it a smaller budget and shoot them. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that because then you're disgracing the first one. Oh, amen, bro. Absolutely. Do not, yeah, do not rush it. Let it marinate in people's souls for a while and stuff. Give them time to miss it. And then, you know, if if it's that successful, then hit us up with a, with another. Take your time with that and get it right and stuff. But it's like, you know, like I said, don't don't pull the Freddy Krueger Jason thing. For those who don't know, where it's just chasing the bag. They're chasing money and they're coming out with boom, 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 boom. I think the most uh, relevant uh, thing I can say to that uh, that's out there right now is you have like the Halloween series and you have the Fast and the Furious series and stuff. Um, no, no hate on both of those. Earn, chase those bags. You know, Fast and Furious has an audience that they're almost just daring them to quit. They're like, what if we throw? What if we do dinosaurs? They'll stop. No, they're they're not. They're still going to give you their money. So they're daring you guys now to to leave them. You're addicted to Fast, but Halloween, it's like, all right, it's 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 over. It's it, yeah. what it is and stuff. So. You can do ten films, but make sure there's story. If you don't have story and the heart in there, you're gonna lose everybody. Yep. Fast and the Furious, I think the one reason why it does have a huge fan base is because each movie, even though it's lessening each one, you still have that family aspect. And I know that sounds so cliche to say because Vin Diesel's it's about family. family. Yeah. But like Halloween, I mean, geez, has nobody learned to outrun this guy? Like, how does he just catch up? Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Get him and on a scooter or something. Get with the times. And to be honest, if you saw the last one, and I, I'm I'm a huge Halloween fan, I'm a huge horror movie fan. That's my genre and stuff. But um, the last one, there's there's a there's a a small at the very end segment that where he's like surrounded by. I'm gonna ruin it. It's been out for a year. You should saw it. Uh, the next one is coming out this October. But there, he's surrounded by these town folks and the people he's been tormenting for all these years and stuff. And he's like outnumbered, like, dude, he should be done. Like he's been going toe to toe one-on-one with a lot of people investing them. When you got a mob of angry, like bloodlusted people, that that's, that's your number. You're done. Right? No. All of a sudden he turns into, to, to take a, a borrow phrase, John Wick and just rips them. the strip. I'm like, that's not Michael Myers. And, oh. and it was cool to watch. I'm like, okay, that's interesting, but that is not him. That's not brand. Uh, for Michael no. Myers and stuff, so it's like because okay. doesn't he? He only kills like there's specific people. Like he's not just he's not doing it for a frenzy. Like no. it's only like getting his way to who he's after. Yeah, or who he's after. He doesn't just kill yeah. for fun, even though it seems like that nowadays. Yeah, yeah but, he, he's he's tracking down a particular individual, and if you're in his way or you kind of cross his path, you're done. That's just kind of how his lore works and you know and he takes his time he can he stalks people everything else but that that scene right there 
ruined ruined the experience for me because I'm like, okay, are we getting a Jason Bourne, John Wick now version of Mike Myers? Like he really went to toe with all this entire mob. I'm like, you gotta. It would have been a better ending if the mob just finished them off there and and burnt them or did whatever, took their head off. I would have forgiven any horrendous act that this mob would have did to Jason because I mean to Mike Myers because he deserved it. But end with that. Don't end with like, oh, okay, I'm about to activate this new level you've never seen of me before. But we're getting off topic. Um, my bad and stuff. Um, <laughs> so, um, you ready to move on? Let's because we can do the game part. So that's you know this is the this is the game segment. And so Lewis going to do this, some of this on the fly. But I wrote I wrote a list, so I'm gonna pull up my list. So we are actually uh, so how the game goes, just to kind of remind you uh, guys, um, you're gonna go with your top five or a little bit more mar- uh, non Marvel movies. So these are regular movies, you know, uh, you know, uh, Encino Man, you know, Sixteen Candles, whatever movie it is. It's not a Marvel movie that would be way better with an actual Marvel character, not the actor, the character. In either replacing someone in that movie or being in an addition to that movie. So, with that said, uh, you want to you want to roll one out and stuff, and I'll you wanna go, go back what? and forth. Yeah, yeah we'll I'm go one for one. We'll go one cool. for one. All right, off the top of my head, I'm thinking Doctor Strange in the Matrix. Oh, oh, I didn't even think. Oh, okay, I like that one. So he is he an addition or he replacing Neo or is he Morpheus? Uh, he's the um, <coughs> the Oracle. Okay, I like it. Yes, I'm a ooh. That gives the Oracle a little bit more cred and and, and, and stuff and importance in the Matrix movie. No disrespect to the person who played the Oracle, but it really was. If you remove the Oracle, the story could have still progress. But with a Doctor Strange as the Oracle. It kind of makes like you got Morpheus as your personal trainer, and then you got the Oracle, who is like a level up, who's introducing you to the whole Matrix and and, yeah. and how to battle the the. Ooh, I like that. The multiverse of the Matrix. Heck yes! All the Neo meets all the other iterations of Neo and stuff like that. And all right, so mine is ET. So I, I thought about this and stuff. It would be ET with Groot. And it'd be similarly the same freaking story and stuff. Um, Elliot finds Groot in his little shed and stuff, and all he says is "I am Groot." That's that's all. That's all he could. You know, he's like Groot, and and Elliot figures out and learns throughout the movie Groot's language and stuff. So everyone else is still confused. The mom's confused. The little sister, she's going around saying "I am Groot." They touch fingers or his little tree thing and stuff, and the leaf and. And the leaf glows, and it's like I am Groot, and so so I really think it would be a good replacement for the ET because it'd be he's from the he's an alien. He somehow got here. Maybe the gardens guardians landed because you know Scott, you know Sky uh, Star Lord wanted to you know pay respect to his mom graveside and stuff like that. Groot, a teenage Groot, gets left behind. Guardians don't you know they forget about him, and then at the end they come back for him and stuff. So. Yeah, I think yeah, ET with Groot would be would be mine. All right, uh, off the top, I'm thinking, ooh, it's Ant Man, okay, and the Italian Job, Scott Lang. Ooh, 
Yeah, Master Thief. Heck yeah. So is he an addition or is he replacing a character in it? Oh, who do you replace though? That's a great lineup. I know. You got Charlie Stern. You got Mark Wahlberg. You got uh, who, who he, played he, the he, Hulk? He, um, what's his Mark name? Mark Ruffalo? No, no, Edward no. no. Edward yeah, 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 dude. That was a good. He, he would man. be a replacement that Mark Wahlberg met in prison. Not a replacement. He'd be like a, another Bad addition dude. that they met in prison. Okay. I like it. Heck yeah. Ant Man, Scott Lang, and the Italian. Okay, okay. I like that one. That was pretty cool. All right, so here's my number two pick. Roadhouse with Thor. So here's why uh, the, the very famous old school Patrick Swayze uh, Roadhouse, and it, it would take place like Thor, you know, how Thor is Mr. Party Boy or goes his own way, gets in trouble. And this is this is old school Thor. Gets in trouble with Daryl Dad Odin. Odin... Doesn't curse him and you know and put a curse on 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 Milner or his his hammer or anything. He just sends him. He banishes him to Earth to get a job to you know meet with the common folks and just to kind of have some respect and some humility for the the privileges and the luckiness that he has. So that's why Dad sends him down there. He's still super strong. He's still a thousand plus years old. He's all that. So, but he he has to get a roommate. He has to get an apartment. He has to live like the common folks, and he has to be humble. He has to humble himself. So he gets a job as a bouncer. Maybe he's at the he's at he's at the roadhouse, the famous roadhouse. He's throwing back some beers, you know, blah blah. blah. And then there's some guy who slaps some girl's butt, and you know, and Thor doesn't like it, and he ends up you know mopping the floor with him. He gets his job. Boom. And I also like, I don't know if you saw this, but they had they did this little mini series of Thor with a roommate and stuff like that. I would carry that on too and stuff. So yeah, Roadhouse with Thor, I think would be epic. That's yeah, that's my take on that. So I got one, but I'm curious. Did you pick these out and then like that's the game? Or did you pick the game and then plan these out? Because that sounds like this inspired the whole game. No, this is no, I picked the game and then this is what I went to. I town like on. that Roadhouse Thor one. Like yep. Oh, uh, if anybody's listening, like use that. Let's go. <laughs> Heck yes. Uh, so mine, um, just listening and, and really trying to – so I'm going to build this one out. All right. Breakfast Club. Okay. Ooh, okay. But the, the, the students in trouble, you got Shuri, okay. Peter Parker, Ned, Kamala, and Bruno. But I'm going to add Bender. Bender's character is going to be played by Loki – who just keeps repeating school and can't age out. And the nice. principal and the principal is Nick Fury. Love it. Oh my God. Oh hell yes. Where where Loki can't leave anyway because he's just in a loop. Yeah. And so each each detention, he's stuck with a new fresh of uh, classmen. A new crop of people. Heck yes. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I think that, yep. I would definitely go see that. That's definitely a a go to the theater enjoyment roller coaster ride and stuff, especially with Nick Fury as the detention principal guy and stuff. That yeah, love it. Of, and then instead of them getting high, okay, they're in the library messing around with pin particles. <laughs> yes. Heck yeah. And they unleash something in the school or something that they have to track down before Nick Fury finds them and then expels them all or something like that. Yes. Heck yeah, dude. We should be movie writers and stuff. All right. So here's my next one and stuff. I have uh, Trading Places, 
the famous Eddie Murphy and and uh, not Bill Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd in the film. It's Tony Stark and Rhodey. And same thing. Tony Stark is that rich, privileged, little whiny, little, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, billionaire, millionaire at the time. He's young enough and stuff. And Rhodey is just, you know, he's that ex-military guy who's hustling and scamming people like Eddie Murphy and stuff. And then, you know, um, he, you know, same scenario. They get swapped out and stuff. And, you know, uh, someone thinks it'd be fun to ruin Tony Stark and someone thinks it'd be fun to take, you know, Rhodey off of the street and make him the new Tony Stark. And, and they just go through, through that. So Jamie Lee Curtis will still play her part. Everything else will be the same, but those characters would be the absolute that those are the the replacement characters and stuff for that film. So oh my gosh, that's a good one. Um, let's see what else do I have? I mean, I don't have any written down. Uh, let's see. Oh, Moon Knight, Daredevil, okay. Punisher, Blade, Four Brothers. Oh, okay, okay. I actually like that. Okay, but, I, like, a, like a like a a teenager version. We're like almost like Moon Knight has all these different personalities, mm-hmm. but with the mature level of uh, Stephen. Not okay. fully Mark, but we'll get uh, we get Mark and Jake in there. Okay. But almost like you know what? Scratch the other three. Moon okay. Knight, four brothers battling his brothers. That is just him. Oh, okay. Okay, I would yes, absolutely would go. Oh, oh, damn! He's messing with that DID talking to his brothers about who killed his mom. Yep, and which makes sense because his mom, we just learned, yep. is the reason why he has those different personalities. Yep. And now yep. he's trying to figure it out, and he's battling them, trying to figure it out. I love it, heck, yeah, dude! That's season two right there. Just <laughs> do a retro version of, of Moon Knight and stuff, and do hell yeah. Okay, I like that one. That uh, that is good. All right, so here's my <laughs> this is my zinger one here. Uh, I have Beverly Hills Cop with Deadpool. Deadpool uh, no more. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Is Axel Foley in the very much sarcastic break the fourth wall way, and he comes to Beverly Hills and he is doing some of the same shenanigans, but with the Deadpool spin, trying to be the good cop. He has a boss that is on his butt. He's from Detroit and stuff. But yeah, this is this is Deadpool and he gets he gets his results. You know, he but he's trying to solve, you know, it's just the same thing there. I wouldn't even I don't even think we need to change the premise of uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Someone killed Deadpool's friend. It could be the dude from the bar. Uh, in the you know in the apartment back in Detroit, and it leads him to Beverly Hills, where he pretends to be a cop there, but he gets in the mischiefs and gets arrested all the time, and he gets and he has he has uh, you know oh, the Taggart and Hobbs or whatever the other two Beverly Hills cops has to follow him. The banana and the tailpipe joke, all of it works. Oh, saying, I love that I, one. I think Deadpool as, as a Beverly Hills cop would be kick ass. All right, so I gotta top that. Ooh, I should have wrote stuff down. Oh, okay. Rocketing group. Okay. Lion King replaced Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> okay, okay. I can def. I can see that. They would definitely get Simba killed. Um, <laughs> I, Imagine. I. I oof. 
Uh, they're what? fighting Scar, and the ship's just right there. Yeah. Mike, say something. We dare you. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. They would dispatch Scar. And I think Rocket might have a soft spot for the hyenas and stuff because, you know, they're, they're fur buddies. But he definitely would enslave them, put a collar on them and stuff like that. So I like it. I'm just picturing Rocket telling Simba, you see that bird? I need that bird. <laughs> <laughs> Pouncing Zazu, like, like, why'd you kill him? Like, I yes. didn't really need him. I was just seeing if he'd do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then and Groot having a crush on uh, Nala. Um, Simba's a girl and stuff, and so he's in competition with the future queen of the pride and stuff. So that's yeah, I can absolutely yeah, that would be hilarious. I would love to see something like that. Yeah. All right, so I have I have three more that I've written out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say two of them, and then I'll save the last one for last. But um, I have on your Scott Lang one, uh, Ant Man. I have Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He plays the dad. <laughs> and it has the technology and stuff like that. Ant Man, um, he he, you know, the kids are messing around with his little Pim uh, shrink ray and stuff, and shrinks themselves and gets tossed in the backyard. And so he has to, you know, create a suit and shrink himself to find his children. So it's a little different, you know. He he goes small, and he you know he and he befriends ants and there. I mean, I think. It would be a kind of fun adventure, kind of, and it focused more on him small with the kids small, and they're trying to find each other in this gigantic backyard with more obstacles and, and more danger. So that's my thing with Ant Man right there, Scott Lang. All right. Uh, I got um, Korg and Thor, uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> Running their own TV in the basement series and stuff. <laughs> So you like yelling at, yelling at video gamers and all that? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, freaking Luli. They take callers. It's like a live podcast or, or, or you know the updated and stuff. And Thor finds himself talking shit to to underage people every once in a while and stuff. Yeah, yeah ooh, I like it. Absolutely, Taiki singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, they're in the car, smoke filled with you know who knows what. I'm just saying. And they're rocking out to Bohemian. Yes, absolutely. They're I'm there for and lettuce. <laughs> I'm there for that. All right. So I know we said five, but I, I'll I'll knock out my other two here. So I have Saw with Loki. Oh. So Loki is you know, and I'm talking like the Loki. I'm trying to take over the world kind of thing. But now I just want to punish people because I can and I'm going to create these elaborate traps that no one's going to get out of and stuff and so he's the new Jigsaw in fact he traps Jigsaw himself and takes over and it's just you know Saw is his thing and he takes these humans and he has fun with them like little the little Spencer devil god that he is so yeah all right uh let's see who Hmm. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Okay. Alice in Wonderland animated movie. Ooh. Addition or replacement? Replacing Alice. Replacing Alice. Okay. Almost like WandaVision where she's built this reality. Yeah. But instead, of, instead of the town she builds, she builds... Uh, this whole world kind of... Yeah, Wanda in Wonderland. 
That would be dope. Okay. I like that. It has some like touches of Wizard of Oz and Alice and everything. And it's very, you get the Cheshire cat and all that stuff because it's all in Wanda's. I like that. It's in Wanda's reality and stuff. That's, that's on the nose. That's right. I like that. I would absolutely go see that. All right. My, my last one. It's Harry and the Hendersons. Love, love that film. Shot here in Oregon for all you fans who don't know. Um, with Drax. So instead of Harry, you know, they, you know, uh, John Lithgow and takes his family on a campy trip and hits the big Sasquatch. He hits Drax, who's just wandering in the streets. He sees this foreign thing, which is a car. It's an old school 1980s uh, uh, station wagon. And he does this infamous, if I stand still, they won't see me. And he gets thrashed by the family. The family looks at him like, uh, this thing? Like, uh, is it dead? And, you know, dad's going to pull out the rifle to shoot. I mean, just full-on almost uh, take for take from Harry and the Hendersons. And Dra- Drax, you know, he gets taken to the home and and he becomes the family pet. Basically, like he treats Mantis as a, as an ugly pet and stuff. So yeah, Harry and Hendersons with Drax. I think that would be hilarious. All right, uh, I'm I, I, my last one. Guardians of the Galaxy, okay. uh, Star Lord, Rocket, Groot, Gamora, and Drax. Okay, the Goonies. <laughs> but with all of their like, but in all, not a recast. Okay. But almost like they are journeying to find One-Eye Willie after the Goonies have passed through. Like, really trying to well, – actually, just commentating. Like, if, if we can get Guardians watching that, but, like, their view of it, almost like with Rocky, like, why didn't they just climb across? Or Drax, <laughs> like, if he, why don't we just go to the beach? Like, nice. all their dry humor, like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Heck yeah, and and just like how uh, Star Lord believes, like a lot of the stuff that isn't really true for everyone else and stuff. He's like, you know, he said Footloose is the greatest movie ever, and you know, Spider Man's like, wait, what? He believes the one, the Legend of One Eye Willie is a real thing, and yeah. he's like, and they're, oh, oh my god, I know the whole setup. They're oh. in space. And they're looking for jobs. You know, they're like, all right, you know, we haven't caught anyone. We haven't had to save anyone. We haven't had to bounty anyone. And then uh, Star-Lord is like, you know, he noticed everyone's getting kind of bored and stuff like that. He's like, oh, I have an idea. There was back on Earth on my homeland and stuff. There was a legend of the one-eyed Willie. There's this gold. There's this treasure that was worth its weight and gold. And there's this group of explorers who try to find it, but they, I, I think they couldn't find it. And anyone who tried, they couldn't find it. So let's go. And then Rocket's like, wait, what? The One-Eyed Willie? Yeah, I'm sure I've heard of that on Earth. Yeah, let's go do it. And then they're beeline it to Earth. They go to Astoria, Oregon and stuff, and they follow the whole thing and stuff. There's a new version of the Fatellis or whatever and stuff that they're kind of cooling out with and stuff that murdered some people in the cabin. And they're like, wait, what the hell is going on? Like all that stuff. like all. Yeah. And they comment on how stupid some of this stuff is and stuff. <laughs> like they're thinking about it very logically. Why don't we just blow this restaurant up and go through? Like, oh, <laughs> sit absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Actually, you could have a Gamora in there and uh, either Nebula or Mantis playing mm-hmm. the two girl, the two girl characters, 
And for the fatalities, oh, I would almost have uh, bring back um, Guardians. Uh, oh, my gosh. He was in Talladega Nights. I forget the actor's name. Not, the, not Will Ferrell? Not Will Ferrell. Shake and Bake Buddy. Oh, I know what you're talking John about. Ron C. Riley. Yep, yep. Bring him. He's one of the Fratellis. The other, um, the other, um, uh, oh my gosh, the one that said they they got my uh, message when Rocket says he's like, I just want you to know I voted against this. Have those two as the Fratelli brothers. Nice, heck yeah, heck yeah. Yep. Oh, and check this out. I'm gonna set up this quick scene and stuff. On oh my god, I'm already seeing this movie play out. So they're they're under they somehow got underground and they're walking underneath the streets of Soria and these content, uh, tunnels and stuff. And remember the water scene with the pipes going up and down. So, so they're walking past, they know they acknowledge the pipes. It's old to the old original Goonies, but they just keep walking. But Groot gets curious because he sees a leak. So he's like, I'm going to plug up this leak. So he wraps his little vine around it. And then another leak spring and then he wraps his vine around that and then another one so he's like whipping up all these vines and next thing you know like the pressure starts to go and he's like shaking things and he's getting mad and so it does the same thing like everyone up up at the top the water fountains and stuff are going up and down and off and stuff and then you hear someone gets hurt bad in an accident and, and group like uh let, let's go and catches up with everyone else and just like nothing happened he's like yeah he just drops up with then, everyone else. The slide part. So the slide when they go down into the cave. Yeah. You've got Drax, who's having now the time of his life. Like the scene where he's like, do me, do me on Guardians yes. 2. He's having the time of the life, falls in the water. He's like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yes. Yes. In fact, oh, my God. In fact, uh, the, the part where they're playing the bones to get the, the cave open and stuff, Tell me you don't picture Drax like when that when the when the bottom starts to drop out and stuff and there's like this fog of doom. Drax looks down there and is like, You did it. You opened the cave. Like he's like, No, that's a pit. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure that's the cave. And then without a second of Star Lords, like he, he like to tell him like you're an idiot, Drax just jumps into it. And he'll see him and he's like, Yeah, it's not this is not the exit. Just like you guys know. It's like you. Like, I, oh, my God, I want to make this movie. This will be hilarious. So, I got an idea. I'm going to throw it out to you. All right. Goonies of the Galaxy. <laughs> what if I, I, I'll create a little design for it? We could throw that shirt up. And in honor of this episode right here, Absolutely. we throw that design up on our Redbubble. And uh, it's an exclusive tee. That, that works. You hear that, listeners? So we'll work on that and stuff. In fact, we're going to title this episode Goonies of the Galaxy. That's and you have to watch this episode before it makes sense. So that's dude. That's that's all I got. I actually love this game. I love spitballing with you and stuff. Like I think this is this is awesome. I wish the girls was with us because they'll have fun with this too. But we'll definitely do this again. We'll do the game this this game thing again and stuff. Uh, so with that said, it's you know we're we're over an hour and thirteen right now and stuff. Uh, you got anything to say in closing, Lewis? No, except we had a great time. Absolutely. So with that said, Marvel Tribe, 
We appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, you guys are Marvel fans from the expert to the beginner. Uh, we thank you guys. Uh, make sure you rate us on your favorite podcast and give us those stars because that helps us out a lot and stuff. And until then, we'll see you next time. Peace out, Marvel Tribe.